KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Happy Wednesday with your host, Della Hill, on The Extraordinary Talk Show. Guys, do you know we've been doing this for, oh my gosh, this month, four years. Yay. Thank you so much for coming back and listening. Uh, I, myself, as well as the show, have evolved quite a bit in that time. And whatever it is that you come for, thanks for coming. I'm glad that something I say is worth filling your time with. And I truly hope it does help your life. That's why I'm here. Like always, guys, I'm going to start by telling you, I'm not trying to tell you what to think. I am trying to get you to think for yourself. But I don't, in fact, please don't believe anything that I say just because I say it. And don't believe, don't do anything I do just because I do it. However, if something I say strikes a chord of curiosity within you, or perhaps of truth within you, please follow that. So, have you said in your life, or have you heard someone say, Oh my gosh, why does this always happen to me? Right? I've said that. I've heard people say that. And I've had people in my life who seem to say that more often, more others, more often than others. And interestingly, those people did seem to have the same kind of crappy stuff happen to them pretty often. When I worked with foster care, we would talk about thinking errors and ways that your brain wasn't really telling you the truth. And one thinking error that we focused on was self-fulfilling prophecies. Now, long before I heard the term law of attraction, I understood self-fulfilling prophecies. And in fact, it was something that helped me accept the law of attraction once I heard the term of of it because I could look at self-fulfilling prophecies and see how they were a thing, how they were real. I used to wonder, is it possible if I just think good things that maybe good things will happen? But it was really hard to believe that. It seemed too good to be true. Now I do believe it. But also self-fulfilling prophecies. I had a lot of foster kids who would make a lot of sad predictions for themselves whether it would be that day or their life or um, another thinking error that is very common that all of us have used is the thinking error of black and white, meaning all or nothing, always or never. And we tend to throw that in to our thinking errors because it makes us, we kind of thrive on that emotion of the hopelessness, right? And so we're like, I'm never going to be happy ever again. Well, we all know that that never isn't true. We also know it's probably not true that you're always going to be happy always for the rest of your life. Be aware that it's very, very rare that the extreme is true. And if you, but when you do those things, when you say always and never, and you're not really being honest with yourself. And it's really hard to move forward and make progress in your thought process and your behaviors and actions if you can't be honest with yourself about them for from the beginning. 
So start there. With foster kids, it would things that I would hear from them regularly would be, I'm never going to get my privileges. I'm never going to get my homework done. I'm never going to finish my chores. My life is going to keep on sucking. It sucked this much up to this point, and it's going to keep on sucking from here on out. I might as well just accept it. Gosh, that's sad. And it hurt my, my heart. It hurt my stomach to hear those things. And one awesome thing about being a foster mom was I was able to help my kids work their way through some of those helpless, hopeless statements and through their victim stance to take some accountability for themselves and their own choices. And one of the things that we did was we talked about self-fulfilling prophecies that the more that when you say this is going to happen, I just know it. What I didn't understand then was when you say that it changes the energy of the situation. Knowledge has its own vibration. Truth has its own vibration. Belief has its own vibration. And usually the the vibration of belief isn't quite as strong as the vibration of knowledge. However, the stronger you believe something, the stronger your vibration about that belief becomes as it comes closer to your inner locus of belief where the vibration of it is the strongest. And people manifest all the time without realizing it by doing this. In fact, it's kind of a hack if you can figure out how to backwards engineer it. When people say, I know I'm just never going to get that bike for Christmas. I just shouldn't even hope. There is an, an energy related to those words and to that belief. And the universe hears that those words and feels that energy and says, oh, yeah, yeah, hmm, no bike over there. Feel that one. That's what matches. No bike over there. And that in itself is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Here's a really good example that I've seen happen in more than one occasion where I've seen, so it's kind of a blanket generic, but this is a thing that I've seen, and you probably have too, where a man or a woman, I'll say man, is in a relationship, and for whatever reason, they feel like maybe they don't deserve their partner. And so they just decide that that sooner or later that partner is going to leave them. And they might even tell them, and I've heard reports of many people who heard these things from their partners, which is very sad, but their partner will will even say, you're going to leave me sooner or later. It's a matter of time. One day you're going to leave me. Which, by the way, isn't fair to the partner because you're accusing them of something that they maybe haven't even considered before and, and potentially even finding them guilty for something that they haven't considered. So it can be very frustrating for the partner of the person who has this self-fulfilling prophecy. But I've seen the self-fulfilling prophecy come true because the spouse who says, well, you're just going to leave, you're just going to leave, doesn't work that hard to keep their spouse there. And I've seen situations where they even start speaking negatively about the one that they supposedly love because they believe that the other one is going to leave when it never occurred to the other one to leave. Or because they're so sure it's going to happen, they start being cold and they start pushing their spouse or partner away because they're so sure it's a matter of time before they leave that 
some part of them that doesn't really make any logical or rational sense will try to protect their own heart by pushing away that person. If I push you away, then I did it. Then you didn't abandon me. And this is something we see in foster kids a lot too. And the foster kids would do their own version of this where when they moved into the home with us, somewhere in their heart and mind, they believed that they couldn't be loved by parents. And so they would set their own self-fulfilling prophecy that it was a matter of time before they get kicked out of this foster home just like the last three or four. Can you see a theme here? One of the biggest self-fulfilling prophecies that we run into is that other people won't love us. We decide ahead of time, nah, they couldn't love me. They say they do, but they only think that they do because they don't really know what who I really am. We do this in relationships. My foster kids did it with me. And one of the things that I understood was my job was to show this kid that I loved him regardless of his behaviors. His behaviors not okay or are okay, we'll work with them. I love you regardless of your behaviors. But I did recognize when a kid was often trying to push me away because they believed in their head that since their mom, last mom didn't love them and the one after that, before that didn't really love them, that this mom can't love them either. And they've already decided and they've already created a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then my job was to help them uncreate that self-fulfilling prophecy. And most of the time, we were pretty good at that. But please look in your own life at where you have made self-fulfilling prophecies, where you have just decided that something was going to happen, and then when it did, you weren't even surprised. If you find yourself asking, why does this always happen to me? Let me tell you why. Because you haven't changed your vibration since last time. The last time this happened, you had the same vibration about this issue and situation that you do now. Nothing has changed in you since the last time this happened. That's why it happened again. If you want it to stop happening, you have to change something. You have to change your vibration. You have to change your thoughts, your ideas, and you have to change your expectations. You will get what you expect. What did you expect? It's true either way. If you expect wonderful things to happen, wonderful things will happen. If you expect your life to be always going wrong, that's exactly what's going to happen. And then you're going to wonder why it never changes. But the reason it never changes is because you expect the same thing to happen. So the same, same thing keeps happening. If you want something different to happen, do something different. Start with a different idea, a different thought. Decide what you want to do instead. Decide what you want your life to look like instead. And set a self-fulfilling prophecy that that's how it's going to be. You can do that through meditation or you can do that through daydreaming. Or you can do that through writing a story. The point is, you're going to get exactly what you expect. It's up to you to make that a self-fulfilling prophecy of something that you would like. Thank you, Sean. Or something, or avoiding something that you don't want. It's been said, and maybe it was Einstein, but I'm not 100% sure. You can't solve 
the problems in your life with the same thinking that created them. Don't they say that insanity is repeating the same thing and expecting a different result? If you find yourself in the same types of relationships with the same types of problems and then the same types of breakups every time, and you say, why does this always happen to me? Well, the people you're dating are probably all exactly the same. And you haven't done anything in yourself to change the people that you're attracting or how you interact with them. If you want something different, you must do something different. If you can look at the things in your life and note, see what parts of them you like and what parts of them you don't like, it becomes very easy to realize what you have to do to continue the things that you like. And start by realizing what things you want to fix. It might be a little bit harder to figure out how to, ch- how to fix it, how to change that vibration. But once you get rolling, you kind of get better at it. Look at the situation of what is happening and what led to it. And if something is different from last time, better or worse, what happened? What caused that? What was the difference? As I said, knowledge, belief, and truth have their own vibration. And the more solid your belief is, the more vibration of that, the more solid vibration your belief will have. The more solid your vibration is on a thing, the stronger you attract like things. Once you make a decision on an outcome, you set your self-fulfilling prophecy. The trick is to decide something that you want desirable is going to happen versus something that you don't want, a.k.a. less desirable. Once you make that decision, once you know what you want and what you don't want, the universe recognizes that, the universe acknowledges that, and the universe answers that it has to. So the trick is, instead of saying, I'm never gonna, say, I'm always gonna. And that might feel a little bit opposite of what I told you a few minutes ago. Because by saying, I'm always gonna, you are using the thinking error of black and white. Going all the way to the extreme. But I think as long as you do that understanding that you're using a word and a phrase that means almost always, not actually always, always, then it actually kind of works out that way, but maintains more positivity and pulls you further to that end of the spectrum versus where you were. By deciding what you want, it's this easy, by deciding what you want, by knowing what you want, by believing that that can come to you, you create the vibration of truth that makes it happen. I can't tell you how long it'll take, but it will happen. Some of these self-fulfilling prophecies take days, months, weeks, or years. Uh, My sister's husband had been telling her for 20 years that sooner or later she was going to leave him, and 
she he told her that for two decades before she finally did. I wonder, though, if instead of telling her, you're going to leave me, if he could have gone to her and said, I want us to be together. What can I do to make sure that you're confident in our marriage? How different would that have been? Would that have been that much harder? I wasn't there, so I can't tell the guy what he should or shouldn't have done. But I wonder, because I think he probably could have done something. If you find yourself saying things like, why does this always happen to me? I just know it's all going to go wrong. Pay attention to the words that you're using. Because even when you say those things flippantly, it sends a vibration to the universe that invites that exact thing. A couple of years ago, I was renting out my RV. And that was great because the extra income was very helpful, helped pay for the RV itself and other stuff. But that was also when I was in the middle of my pretty severe depression and I was having a whole lot of anxiety. And every time my RV left on a rental, I would spend every minute until it returned over the next few days panicking. What if something goes wrong? What if a tire blows? What if the generator doesn't work? Blah, 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 blah. And my brain would just get into a cycle, uh, a spin, and I couldn't pull it out because the anxiety, one anxious thought would pick up another anxious thought would pick up another anxious thought would pick up another anxious thought. And this became terrifying for me. It was so difficult to live within a brain that was so overwhelmed by panic. And also at the same time, because I understood the law of attraction and because I understood how self-fulfilling prophecies work, I was terrified that because I was couldn't stop myself from worrying about the RV breaking down, that I was in fact going to cause it to break down. And I ended up having to pull my RV off of the rental sites because I had so much anxiety over what could go wrong that I actually came to believe that I was more likely to make things go wrong because I was so scared about them going wrong. And the best thing that I could do was take an entire step back from that item, from that thing, from the RV rental in this case. Because that was the one thing that was, I was really struggling with having, not being able to control my anxiety over. So I had to just step back from that completely. Now that my emotions, my, certainly not dealing with the same kind of depression that I was a couple of years ago. And I'm certainly not dealing with the same type of anxiety that I was a couple of years ago. And so what I'd like to tell you from that is if you are experiencing anxiety and depression, it got better for me and it can for you too. Hang in there. Don't give up. But I became aware that I had to deal with my anxiety a different way because what I had been doing wasn't working. So I found new ways. And I even gave up income in order to utilize these new ways. But I realized that my mental health was more important than the income. 
And since then, as I said, things have gotten a whole... Here's the other part of that, guys, that I, I kind of feel like I'm harping on you a little bit about this lately. When it comes to these thoughts and behaviors and choices of deciding what you want based on what you think you're worth. That's where it was a lot with the foster kids. They didn't think that they were worth anything. I knew that wasn't true and I did my best to show them that, but ultimately it's up to them and ultimately it's up to you. Like I tell you always, no one can do this but you. No one can figure it out but you. No one can know what's right for you but you. No one can know what you don't want and thereby know what you do want but you. No one can make the changes in your thoughts and your actions but you. Victim stance was another thinking error that we used with the foster kids a lot. Because when you have crappy stuff happen to you, and especially if you don't feel like it's your fault that that crappy stuff is happening to you, it's really, really easy to get into victim stance. To say, all this stuff is happening to me. It's not my fault. I'm not trying to say it's your fault. It's not about fault. But the things in your life happen to you because of your, vi- your vibration. Even if it seems like it's not you doing it, but it's happening from an extraneous source. That may be. However, it's still the same kind of things keep happening as you've noticed. What I taught my foster kids and what I've said to you guys before is the more you say, it's not my fault, I can't help it, it wasn't up to me, I didn't have anything to do with it, I'm the victim here, and maybe by some judgments you are. The more you say that, the less power you have in your own life. When you are ready to take the power in your own life, to make your own decisions, to think for yourself, to take your own actions, That will change the vibration in your life and the things in your life will change. As long as you're willing to let everyone else around you make your decisions for you because you think it just doesn't matter, the more you're going to feel lost, the the less empowered you're going to feel. If you want to take your life and make it yours, you have to realize that that's exactly what it is. It's yours. It's not anybody else's. And you cannot trust or depend on anyone to make your life better. What I have found is that as you make your life better, you will attract other people who have also made their life better. And then you can hang out with those people while all of you are making your life better together. But those people, even if they come in to join you in your progress, they're not going to do it for you. They can't. It's not up to them. There's the Shel Silverstein poem I always give you about the voice inside. There is a voice inside of us that whispers all day long, I know that this is right for me. I know that that is wrong. No teacher, preacher, parent, friend, or wise man can decide 
what's right for you. Just listen to the voice that speaks inside. So in that, I want to remind you that you're never, ever, ever truly alone. You have your higher self, your guardian angels, your invisible friends, always, always, always with you and always, always, always guiding you. And when I encourage you to stop being a victim and to take power in your own life, I'm not telling you you have to do it alone because you have seen and unseen support on all sides. And that might be scary to try to figure out and to trust in it. But the way that you learn to trust in it is by taking one step in faith and then finding out that your foothold is solid. And then it allows you to take another step in faith and find out that that one's solid too. And that's how I did it. That's how I've done it. That's how I, in many ways, helped myself get out of my depression. And, and that's how I have improved my own life step by step. Nobody else could do it for me. But once I started getting really good along the way, I ran into some other people who were also on the same path. And man, it's even better together. Guys, I love doing the show with you. I love coming here and talking to you. I hope that you enjoy it as much as I do. Because I'll be back again. This is Della encouraging you to take empowerment in your own life. With the Extraordinary Talk Show. And I'll see you, hear you, talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Extraordinary Talk Show with Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of the Extraordinary Talk Show.